Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Roaring Twenties. Oh my gosh, I am losing my podcast streak because it's been over another week again since I last posted it. I have a good excuse, though. I was sick. I've literally been sick all week. I'm slowly getting over it. So if you can kind of hear a little bit of a nasally-ish tone in my voice, that's why. Um, But because, you know, it's been a while, a lot can happen in a week and a lot has happened this week. I want to put a little bit of catch up with you guys, let you guys know um, some new updates that's been going on in my life, some new things that have happened, really, really exciting stuff. So first of all, we last talked to each other on February 12th. So that was two days before Valentine's Day, which, by the way, hope you guys enjoyed the, my Valentine's Day special. Maybe you took it as an initiative to, to, you know, do one of the things that I said you could do to celebrate if you were single. But let me reiterate what I did on Valentine's Day. So I had such a fun time. Um, it was a Tuesday, so I had class, technically, except I skipped. Uh, <laughs> I skipped to hang out with my friend, Catherine, and we went skating together, and that was super fun. So we went ice skating, which actually I have not been ice skating in over a year. I used to go all the time, but then I didn't have anyone to do it with anymore. Um, but now I have Catherine to do it with. So we went ice skating. That was super fun. We just hung out on campus. We talked for a long time. And <clears throat> then later that night, I went with my brother to a Vance Joy concert. You guys probably don't know who that is. He's the guy who sings Riptide, right? Iconic, iconic song. In like 2013, it had a chokehold on all of us, especially me. But I went to the concert and it was like, it wasn't a huge concert because Vance Joy isn't, you know, he's not like Beyonce or Justin Bieber level famous, but it was still really fun. It was in a smaller-ish venue and I tend to like those better because then it feels more intimate. Whereas if you go somewhere huge like Scotiabank Arena, right? It's just so big and chances are you're not going to find good seats so you're just going to be so far away from the stage so it doesn't even feel like you're there whereas like a smaller venue like Vance Joy I felt like we were all connected if that makes sense and he played so many good songs you guys probably won't know these but if you're a Vance Joy stan you know his most iconic ones Saturday Sun, uh, Mess is Mine, Fire in the Flood, Lay It on Me and then, of course, Riptide. I was actually so scared that he wouldn't play Riptide. But he did. He played every single song that I wanted him to. And halfway through the concert, I was, like, up and I was dancing the entire time. Because it was just such a fun time. It was so fun. And the opening act was some guy named Jack Botts. His songs were actually really fire, too. I always love the opening acts, like, just as much as the main act sometimes. And um, uh, this was such a cute moment that happened but so I was sitting with my brother I went with my brother right and we had balcony seats and if you know how balcony seats work right there's like the front row so then you're like right in front and you have the railing and then me and my brother were on the second row so there was a row in front of us and there was this couple who was so freaking adorable the whole time the guy it was a guy and a girl the guy was like dancing the entire time even when he was sitting down he was just so dominant in his presence because when he danced he went all out like he's one of those people where you just see them and keep in mind this was like a total stranger I don't know anything about him I don't know his name whatever but he's one of those people where you just notice him in a crowd instantly because 
he just doesn't care what people think about him and you have to respect it so much even when he was sitting down he was like bopping his head so violently and throughout the more slower songs he would like pick his girlfriend up he would like get her to stand up and they were full-on slow dancing in circles like their hands were clasped together and he had his his hand on her waist and he was pulling her close to him and they were just you know moving in a pie motion and it was so cute and everywhere I looked um because I had a really good view right because I was on the balcony so I could see everybody else and all the other people on the on the balconies on the left and right all the older couples there was like a lot of older people there which I wasn't expecting like millennials but then also people in their like 50s and 60s people the older couples they were like slow dancing as well like everybody was slow dancing and it was just such a wholesome moment I wanted to film it but then I also wanted to be present in the moment but it's one of those things where you look around and you think to yourself human beings are just so precious I mean we're a lot of things we're also destructive we're also stupid but we can be so wholesome sometimes and just watching people dance with the love of their life was <laughs> it was like I want that and it was on Valentine's Day too so you know just made it all the more special this guy was also like he would grab onto the railing and he would like twerk in front of his girlfriend just like put his ass in her face and everybody in the balcony was just like watching him because they were in the front row of the balcony right so so everybody could see them and and i i aspire to be this man i don't even know who he is but i want to be like him uh, but i was dancing the whole time as well so that was really fun anyways so that happened that was my valentine's day and then two days later i wake up with a sore throat and you know that feeling you just know you're about to get sick because it starts off with a sore throat and it gets hard to swallow and before you know it mucus and phlegm come up sorry tmi but then you start getting a cough and then you wake up the next day and it's like oh burning up with a fever and then the next day oh i can't breathe nasal congestion and then the next day you're like it's like everything it's a mix of all of it and you take for granted not being sick and actually being able to breathe yeah so that was me the next day um, actually two days after the concert so I'm like 99% sure I caught something from the concert because you know close quarters a lot of people myself included not wearing masks it was bound to happen right you, suddenly you go from mask mandate to free-for-all all these viruses are bound to surface up again that's a whole nother conversation though yeah so I got sick and then I was sick for I'm actually um, on reading week right now which if you guys don't know was spring break I guess I live in Ontario so we don't call it spring break we call it reading week I've, by the way can we talk about that why are Canadian terms for things so much less catchy than the American version right like they call it miles we call it kilometers they call it um spring break we call it march break and reading week right it's just all oh, these so unattractive names and very inaccurate too because i know for a fact no college student is actually doing reading during reading week but my reading week was not very eventful because i was sick but you know what and this is going to sound really weird i didn't mind being sick because i didn't have plans anyway and so when i'm sick um it gives me an excuse to just lie around all day and watch tv and movies <laughs> that sounds so weird but like I swear to you I okay I don't like being sick itself obviously I like to be able to breathe and I hate having to cough 
every five seconds. But I like the excuse it gives me to be lazy. Because if I wasn't sick, I'd feel pressured to, like, you know, be doing something or whatever. But I just got to relax. I just got to exist, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that. And so during reading week, I got to watch a bunch of movies that I kept telling myself I would watch, but I would just put off. A bunch of the classics. I saw Sixteen Candles, which, by the way, extremely racist. Did not enjoy it. Um, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh my gosh, I, I kept seeing it all over my TikTok for you page. And I... I Never thought I would actually watch it, but then I was like, you know what, I will, and it was really sad, way sadder than I expected. I watched um, My Sister's Keeper, and I cried, because any movie where, like, an illness or cancer is present, I get sad. I saw Pretty Woman, really liked it more than I thought. I watched Bridget Jones' Diary, got bored halfway, didn't like it. I don't really like Hugh Grant <laughs> in general. He's in every single 1990s slash early 2000s rom-com, and I don't like it. I'm sorry, I just don't like Hugh Grant. But anyways, so, <clears throat> yeah, I was, I, honestly, I barely left the house this reading week, and I was eating nothing but, like, chicken noodle soup and fruit for a lot of it, and so when I finally got my appetite back, I was, like, ordering Skip the Dishes, uh, Uber Eats, just, like, craving junk food, because, you know, after not eating solid foods for so long, I wake up the next day, and then I'm like, I really just want a big, fat, juicy burger. And so I got, I, oh my god, it's so bad. Literally, these, like, every single day for these last four days, my family has just been getting food delivered to our house. We just had Burger King today. Yesterday, we had um, Chinese food the day before that. I'm pretty sure we had, oh, I got, a, I got like, um, paninis, like, Subway and stuff like that. And then the day before that, I had McDonald's. Not complaining. It's good food, but not so good for my bank account. Um, but... Yesterday, though, this was the first time I actually <laughs> did something, but I hang out with my best friend, Maida, and it was really fun. We went to get frozen yogurt. It's kind of like a tradition um, where whenever we meet, we get froyo, and we just have like a nice therapy session. We catch up on life in general. Uh, we went to the mall, went shopping. I went to H&M, and I got a nice sweater, and oh my gosh, this was like the highlight of my week, but I, at H&M, I saw a guy who looked exactly exactly like drew starkey he plays rafe cameron in outer banks oh my god and it made me so happy and i know you're not supposed to record people you know i get it invasion of privacy and whatnot but i just had to pull up my phone i got on snapchat and i like had to zoom in and i was like far away because i didn't want him to see me obviously because he was in he was in the checkout line um so his back was to me so thankfully he didn't see me, but my friend Maida was like pushing me. She was like, at least go closer, like, dude, so you can try to get the video, right? It looked exactly like him, and I kept, I kept staring at him and staring at him. And then when I went to get in line myself to check out, he was like right behind me again. So I guess he went to go buy something else, but he had a girlfriend, I assume, because there was a girl next to him. They're standing behind me, and I just kept like trying to I kept peeking over my shoulder every five seconds to pretend like I was looking for something even though it was just an excuse to look at him and the girl caught on and she made eye contact with me like a painful eye contact like three or four times and I could see she was like why is this girl looking at my man <laughs> but he was so cute I think it's just because I think Drew Starkey's cute I'm one of those people who likes Rafe Cameron even though he did try to drown his sister yes but He's just so fine. Speaking of Outer Banks, by the way, oh my god, I'm, okay, I'm not even gonna get to the actual topic at this point. Sorry, guys. I just like to catch you guys up, okay? Alright, I, I gotta tell you guys this stuff. Outer Banks dropped um, on Thursday, and if you're like me, you've spent the last few days binge-watching it. I know a lot of people, like, I think 
where I lived at least, literally the same day Outer Banks season three dropped, it happened to be a snow day because the weather was so bad that day. It was hailing and it was snowing like crazy. So, but I'm on reading week anyway, so I got the whole week off. So I was just binge watching Outer Banks with my family and we all love that show. Um, <clears throat> oh my gosh, you guys, like season three, my whole TikTok for you page is a lot of people hating on season three actually which is funny because everyone was so excited for it to come out and now that it's out people are making jokes about i mean spoiler kind of spoiler but people are making jokes about jj's nickname they call him jage um about how everybody hates big john they hate john b's dad honestly same about how jj and key's almost kiss felt so forced which I believe as well. Everybody wanted them together so bad. Everyone was shipping them together. And now that they're actually almost kind of becoming a thing, people don't like it. So hypocritical of us. This is also very controversial, but I high-key ship Key and Rafe. I love Rafe. And I've I've been obsessed with Outer Banks. Um, I was watching all of the celebrity interviews, watching all the cast interviews. I love it. And I just want an Outer Banks summer of my own. I'm seeing other people on my For You page, like, going to these beaches, because I know it's filmed in North Carolina in Charleston, so badly, just want to book a, pl a, like, a plane ticket there, and just, like, live on the beach for, like, a week like they did, you know, just, like, complete summers, the vibes, the aesthetics, I want it, give it to me, because where I actually live, it's, like, wintry and dreary, and it still gets dark pretty early, so yeah but oh my gosh it's been 13 minutes of me just catching you guys up on that there's still other stuff too but i'm gonna save it for later because you guys are gonna get mad at me all right so on to today's actual topic i'm a little bit late to this game but lucky girl syndrome you guys will only have heard of it if you have tiktok a lot of my tiktoks are very exclusive to like tiktok topics but lucky girl syndrome okay if you guys don't know it is basically just a mindset where you tell yourself, I am the luckiest girl alive. Obviously, it's not it's not exclusive to just girls. In general, it's a mindset you adopt um, where you try to see things in a more positive light. You tell yourself, no matter what it is, no matter what itty-bitty small thing it is, whatever good comes your way, you say, oh, I'm so lucky because this happened. Um, example, if you find a good parking spot, you say, oh, I'm the luckiest person alive. If you get a good mark on that assignment or that test, luckiest person alive. If you had a good lunch, you know, you had some good food in your system, luckiest person alive. Even if something bad happened, right? Like maybe you shoot your shot with a guy and he rejects you. That's okay. He wasn't the one anyway. He wasn't the one for you, babes, right? So this is the universe way of pushing the right person into your path. It's, it's their way of saving you from future heartbreak. If somebody cancels last minute plans, sure, you're disappointed, but you know what? Maybe it was a sign from the universe to stay home anyways. And lucky girl syndrome, you know, a lot of people like to bring in manifestation and like law of attraction into it. A lot of this stuff that doesn't really get a good rep because it's seen as like, stupid delusional whatever to me to me lucky girl syndrome is purely just thinking positively right like having a glass half full um kind of perspective on the world and i love it and i've been telling myself this ever since i stumbled upon it you know that that video where it's like those two girls who are eating lunch in their car and they say everything works out for them and i've been doing that for myself i've also been doing this before like way before TikTok was like even a thing. Ever since I was a kid, every time something good happened to me, I felt like I was in a TV show and 
it felt like it was being controlled by this higher power. You know, like if you if you've seen the Truman Show before, those kinds of vibes where it felt like somebody was controlling my life, and every time something slightly happened that was in my favor, I felt like whoa. The universe is on my side. The universe is doing wonders for me. And as as soon as you start to adopt this, it, life in general becomes so much more fun. And also it just makes you feel more appreciative. And you have a lot of gratitude for the things around you. And I think it's just such a beautiful way to look at life. And ever since I saw this on TikTok, I've been doing it. And believe it or not, a lot of good things have happened to me since then. Example, I told you guys this in the last podcast. But I got into my dream, number one, teacher's college hello like I mean obviously it's probably because I worked hard as well and I do think that would have happened regardless if I had not adopted this mindset but it's just you know it's fun to think about it's fun to think about I'm the luckiest person alive I got into my teacher's college okay number two I ended up making so many plans um so one of these which by the way I was gonna say in the beginning of the podcast then I was like I've been talking a lot so let me save it for somewhere in the middle I ended up getting concert tickets which I'm so excited for not just one but two I literally bought them both like in the same week but okay the first one I got tickets to Noah Kahan um very niche artist if you don't know him he sings homesick he sings stick season um false confidence not of like a super big person but yeah I was literally on my TikTok for you page and I saw somebody else um go to a Noah Kahan concert and I've been a fan of him for so long before he even blew up on TikTok right and so I was like oh my gosh I didn't even know he was going on tour and it's funny because literally just like a few weeks prior I was searching up Noah Kahan tours near me concerts and venues near me and I couldn't find anything lo and behold a few weeks later turns out he is coming to a city near me and I was like oh my gosh I have to get tickets so I got that luckiest person alive boom and then I saw Sabrina Carpenter was going on tour and so I went on her website the tickets were all sold out but I went on StubHub and um, which is where they resell tickets and I didn't get the best deal. It was expensive, not gonna lie. Um, I got tickets for, like, Standing Balcony. But I was like, you know what? You know what? Okay, it's kind of expensive, so let me just, like, not buy it for now. I'll leave it for a few days and see if I still want it in a few days, then I'll get it. And that's what I did. And uh, every single night, I kept finding myself going back to that website to see if the ticket prices had lowered. They didn't, but I was like, you know what? If I keep going back to this website this is my subconscious self telling me I actually do want to go and I want to get tickets so I was like screw it I'm gonna get tickets because concert tickets are always worth the experience and so I got it and I couldn't be more excited so that's in uh, May and then Noah Kahan is in September I'm so freaking excited for both you guys um and this is off topic but Sabrina Carpenter I've been a fan of hers since Girl Meets World and then she was also, she had cameo roles in The Hate You Give, and then also Tall Girl, a uh, terrible movie, but been a fan of her ever since then, and then of course when Driver's License blew up, you know, and then Sabrina Carpenter, that's when her name started getting thrown around a lot more, but in a negative connotation, because people were like, oh my god, she's the enemy of Olivia Rodrigo, <sighs> but I, I still can't believe I'm actually going to see her in person because I idolized her ever since her Disney days I still remember when she dropped can't blame a girl for trying that song had an absolute chokehold on me 
And so I've been listening to her new album, Emails I Can't Send, nonstop, like on a loop, ever since I got tickets. My favorite songs from her album, I'm getting off topic again, but I just have to say it. Um, obviously, Nonsense, and then All Because I Liked a Boy, but the ones that I think are severely underrated, which I desperately hope she's going to play, Bad Business, Already Over, um, and then uh, Vicious. Vicious is actually pretty pretty common but i was like watching a bunch of um other like youtuber vlogs of them going to the emails i can't send to her just so i could get a feel and get an idea of what set list she's gonna play so i can prepare myself because there's nothing worse than going to a concert and you don't know a song right like it's, it's the best feeling when they play a song you actually know because then you can belch out every single word like that's how i felt when riptide played because i knew every single word and i was so upset when it was over but yeah sabrina carpenter got tickets no kahan got tickets luckiest girl alive boom 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 um also i recently got a another job I wouldn't even call it like a job job. It's more like a side hustle thing, but it's a job and I get paid. So, you know, it is a job. <laughs> I'm contradicting myself here, but I got a job walking my neighbor's dog. Fun short story, but um, my neighbor has the cutest Shiba Inu dog. And every time I'm like going on a walk, I always run into him. And so we make small talk and he tells me all about the dog. And so one time I was like, hey, if you ever need a dog walker, hit me up. Like I'll even do it for free. And then he told me um, my neighbor's going to be away all of April. And so he w so we exchanged numbers. And he was like, yeah, like whenever you want to walk my dog, like just give me a text and then you he's all yours. And then, of course, I'll pay you. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you don't have to pay me. But I mean, I'm not going to say no, you know. And literally, like, I, I kid you not, having a dog walking job was like my dream in high school. Like that sounded so fun to me. And also fun fact, I've never actually walked a dog before. It's actually on my bucket list. It's a very niche thing, but I love dogs, but I've never actually walked one before. Um, and I remember in high school searching up like dog walking jobs just because I was like, it's a, it's a way to earn money. It's exercise and dogs are cute. What's not to love? Perfect. Three all rolled into one. So now that I have it, it feels like surreal so i'm so excited for that to come true um also <clears throat> i've had like so many different you know plans with like friends and stuff and then i've had like old friends reaching out and i've been like facetiming with them just catching up and stuff luckiest girl you know luckiest girl alive right i've just been telling myself this over and over and over again and it's like things are just working out for me and it feels amazing and of course if you don't believe in this stuff, you know, maybe it sounds a little bit delusional, but maybe even if though, even if these things were going to happen regardless, just telling yourself that you're lucky is just a way to reaffirm gratitude. And I said it once and I'll say it again. Your life is just as good as your mindset. If you're constantly thinking about how your life sucks and how awful you have it, you're only ever going to see those bad things. And this is the same thing vice versa, if you flip it, right? If you see the good in everything, and if you constantly think to yourself, I have a good life, I have everything I need, I am living life, I'm, I'm doing good, you see things differently, right? It's all about rewiring your brain. And I know a lot of people say this can be like toxic positivity. That's not what I'm trying to put out there right? I acknowledge sometimes shit happens and it just sucks. It sucks. There's no way to, to sugarcoat it, right? Like sometimes shit sucks. And that's not what I'm talking about. I just mean everything else. You know, if you're going to look at it, might as well look at it in a positive perspective. 
example is okay if you have an assignment to do which i know is going to be relevant to every single person listening to this because i assume you're in school like me if you are um dreading an assignment rather than looking at it as like ugh, i have to study for this i have to do this it's gonna suck it's so boring you can look at it in a different light and you have the power to do so right rather than saying it as like school sucks i'm so stressed i do this all the time i think of it as like dude this is a privilege to be in school right now like this is the fact that this is um the extent of my problems i'm so lucky right like it's a good problem to have because i get to study what i love i have the privilege of learning something new having schoolwork in general i'm lucky because it keeps me busy and it gives me a sense of purpose i'm in school right now and so many other people don't have this kind of luxury right there's so many people who don't they can't afford school or you know they're they're living in like a third world country or like and i look at my parents which allows me to have this type of mindset too but because they grew up very very poor they didn't come from canada they they're both refugees so they didn't get to have a university degree like me their highest education was like third maybe fourth grade and it's limited them a lot in terms of their career and so by comparison me getting to go to school and open up these doors for all these kinds of opportunities getting to read and getting to write that alone is such a privilege and as soon as you start to look at it that way you know life just becomes so much more I can't think of, for lack of a better word, beautiful there. I've said it so much. (laughs) I should have like a jar where it's like every time I say beautiful, I just plunk it in there. I'd be the richest girl in the world, but yeah. So one of the big things with lucky girl syndrome too is that it's heavily associated with, well, it is basically the law of assumption, which is that you attract what you want, right? And it's a theory where it's like, if you believe something you will get it if you believe you're lucky then eventually you will become lucky and again like it sounds so you know there's there's no way this is hocus pocus but i just think having a positive mindset is something that can change your life in every magnitude possible right like every single day we have a million thoughts passing through our head and where you devote that energy really does have the power to change your trajectory in life right a common example you've probably heard this a million times but if you tell yourself you play a game you're like okay i'm gonna think about only red cars so then when you're driving or you're stuck in traffic you're only ever gonna notice red cars and this example applies to everything else in life as well okay i really urge you guys to you know try this because works for me i'm also a huge believer in like manifestation in general all that kind of stuff i just love I just love saying I'm going to manifest something because it makes you feel like you're in control. You know what I mean? Like when you tell yourself I'm manifesting for this to happen, it's like a way of putting it out there into the universe. And when you don't feel in control, that's where I start to feel off and I feel you know, a little bit anxious and nobody likes to feel out of control. We like to believe that what happens in life to us is a result of what we do, our hard work, our whatever. And there's some things that we want in life that we can't get, you know, because it's out of our control, right? Like, it's different than if you wish for a promotion at work. Okay, well, then you can you can work harder, you can get connections, you can do that. But if it's something like, I want a boyfriend, that's half in your control, but it's also like you can't force someone to fall in love with you. You can't force someone to go out with you or, or ask you on a date. And so when you say to yourself, I'm going to manifest my dream partner, it's like a way of of still feeling like you're driving your own car. You know what I mean?
Okay, switching gears a little bit now, but something that I've been struggling with now more than ever, actually, and I think it's because I've been on social media a lot more because I was sick and I had nothing to do, um, TikTok being one of them, TikTok especially being one of them, is comparison, uh, struggling with, you know, a lot of jealousy and envy. I'll, like, see someone on social media that I don't even know, and I'll see things that they have that I don't have that I want to have, right? Like, traveling, or, you know, like, people going on these huge grand trips with their friends, or, like, having big friend groups. I don't have those things, and it's so easy for me to, like, my brain knows, okay, this is just social media, people are just posting their highlight reels, I know that, but my heart is, like, Ooh, but I want that <laughs> and I don't have that right now and because I don't have it right at this moment you get upset you know and then you start focusing on this and then it drains your energy and then you forget all the things you do have and it's just so easy to get caught up in this lacking mindset um, and so something if, if you guys are going through this too I'm sure some of you are <laughs> this sounds so bad but like I'll kind of gaslight myself a little bit right because there's only so far that you can do in terms of having a positive mindset, right? Like, if you're feeling jealous that someone else, I don't know, has a relationship or something, and they just keep posting about it <laughs> on Instagram, um, it's, it, there's only so much that can, it can get you when you tell yourself, oh, like, that'll be me one day, I'm, you just have to, like, have a positive mindset, and it'll come to you, right? Like, there's nothing worse than <laughs> when someone in a relationship tells you, oh, your time will come, or, like, it'll come when you least expect it, right? Because if you want, if somebody wants a relationship right now, hearing those positive affirmations is going to do nothing to you. And so something that I do when I'm going through these, like, struggles of comparison is I'll just kind of gaslight myself to a healthy extent. I think there's nothing wrong with a healthy dose of gaslighting, but I'll tell myself, like, dude, why am I upset right now that I'm not in Mexico, or I'm not in Bora Bora or Cuba, or I'm not in vacationing? That's stupid. Other people have it way worse than me. Other people have freaking cancer or, like, disease or they're homeless. Like, I, that's, like, the least of my problems right now. And that's literally what I told myself when I watched My Sister's Keeper. Um, because if you don't know, it's a movie about, like, a girl who has cancer. And it, I, I cried during it. Okay, it brings up the waterworks in me. But it really opened my eyes to how much I take my health for granted. Um, that's probably the biggest thing. The biggest, biggest thing that... I always forget and when I remember like oh dude not everyone has you know there's some people who who are struggling with with physical health and, and just being able to wake up and not have to worry about stuff like am I gonna live another week you know am I gonna live to see tomorrow it's you forget that, that that's not the reality for everybody and so it really puts your problems into perspective and Again, just in general, adopting lucky girl syndrome is just, in essence, it's just a way for you to, for you to appreciate what you have in life in front of you. All right, um, that's all I have for today's episode. <laughs> this is really random again, but I forgot to say this in the beginning. Another update in my life is that I finally got Be Real. My friend Catherine convinced me to get it. I'm really late to the Be Real game, but I love it. It's probably my favorite app right now, not gonna lie. I like genuinely look forward to taking my be real and I get really like like I think about it too which I know defeats the whole purpose of be real because you're supposed to just uh, take it and then show your real life and your unfiltered life or whatever but I like to I I don't like to have the same like angles every single day you know what I mean like I, like if one day I'm taking a be real of me walking down the street the next day 
it has to be something else. I can't have, like, two of me both watching TV, this, like, two times in a row, which I have done before, and it, it makes me mad to this day. I like to plan out my B-reels, but it's fun, yeah. You should, you guys should get B-reel, too. <laughs> I literally convinced all my friends to get it as well. But anyways, I hope this podcast has helped you, um, inspired you to, you know, change, work around your own mindsets as well. Um, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Hopefully, you won't have to wait too, too long for that. Um, but yeah, hope you have a good rest of your day whenever you're listening to this. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye!